Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And uh, we join now on the line by George Glynis, Director and Head of Analytics at ETM Analytics. So ETM has scored the budgets over the past five years at no more than four or five out of ten. So are you likely to score this one any higher? How's it looking? Sakina, um, yeah, we, we, we haven't been particularly enamored with uh, the budgets that we've seen over the past uh, five, six years now. Um, initially, one could have excused the fact that government was running high budget deficits because it came shortly after a major crisis and, and, and you could understand the counter-cyclical nature of their response. Um, but as, as time progressed, there, there just seemed to have been a lack of appreciation that, in fact, the, the weak growth environment was being generated just as much by South African uh, structural impediments as it was uh, a weak global economy. And as a result of that, there was this constant expectation that that GDP growth would uh, rebound and uh, restore some sense of fiscal stability to, to uh, South Africa's finances, which, of course, never materialized. In fact, quite the opposite happened. Uh, and so we were, we were particularly concerned that uh, the more unsustainable the fiscal position, the stronger the set of reforms which will be needed to, to address the government funding shortfall. Um, and, and obviously, in time, the greater the negative impact that that will have on the economy. And we were fearful that that would be the case. And, and um, so it's come to pass that now we're sitting with significantly higher uh, debt burdens, uh, and, and one of our fastest-growing um, uh, expenditure items is, in fact, uh, interest on debt as a percent of GDP, which is unfortunate because that is money that could have been spent uh, a lot more efficiently than just paying off debt. Uh, and, and it goes back to the same old question, uh, which I, I would like to see debated more rigorously in public, and that is the exorbitant privilege that a government possesses to be able to borrow in the name of taxpayers and not necessarily need to account for those actions uh, when, when, when things don't necessarily work out well. So, uh, George, uh, what is it that ETM would like to see from the budget that would assist in scoring it higher? So, Sakina, we'd like to see uh, a budget. So in the medium-term budget policy statement, we got a far more realistic uh, perspective on the South African economy, what it could achieve and and what the budget deficits uh, could look like under that scenario. Now, that was a welcome development. Even though it shocked a a lot of people, uh, we we believe it was a far more realistic scenario. Now what we would like to see is the government focusing on ways to turn uh, the, the fiscus a lot more sustainable. And by that, I don't mean uh, by simply taxing uh, people to death. Uh, we, we don't believe that uh, raising the tax burden any more than it's, than it's been raised in recent years is the right way to go. Government needs to take a long, hard look at its expenditure lines. It needs to uh, rethink uh, the way that it's deploying capital. It needs to shrink uh, potentially its size and do a lot more with a lot less. Uh, and so it's about bringing efficiencies back into place such that we can have a, a more sustainable fiscal environment without necessarily impacting significantly on the poor. And I think that's, that's almost uh, definitely possible. Uh, it just requires some, some very tough decision-making at high levels of government. 
sadly, I'm not sure that we're going to see it in, in this round of budget. And so, you know, once again, we're going to be talking about uh, um, the unsustainability of South Africa's fiscal position and the potential of uh, further slide into, into junk status uh, on our credit ratings. So ultimately, George, what sort of stance do you expect from today's budget? I mean, ultimately, you know, given everything that's happened through the course of the past year and given that the, the Ramaphosa government hasn't uh, as yet uh, been able to to influence um, policy thinking uh, to any significant extent in obviously just a couple of months, uh, we, we think that it's going to be more of the same, uh, which is unfortunate because more of the same is what got us into this position of junk status in the first place. So I don't want to see more of the same at all. I, I, we want to see reforms, and we need to see hard-hitting reforms, and we need to see government taking ownership and starting to respect the taxpayer more. So that's what we need to see. Um, I, I, I somehow am, am very skeptical that we will see that at this point, uh, almost a little bit to the point of being being cynical about it, uh, and, and I need to be proven wrong. And I would be very happy to come back on your show tomorrow uh, and, and acknowledge that uh, we got this one wrong and that that the government has indeed owned up to uh, to, to uh, maladministration and mismanagement of, of things like government and the fiscus. I, I'm just not sure we're going to see it. So I think it's going to be more about raising the tax burden and extracting more out of the private sector, which is unfortunate because that's where the dynamism in any economy rests. Deal. And uh, so finally, George, aside from the budget, we also have the latest CPI data to look forward to. Uh, why is this one in particular catching your eye? Yeah, it's catching my eye, Sakina, because uh, we, we actually think that the, the number could come in uh, softer than expected. Um, as you were pointing out, market looking for, for something um, north of, of 4.5%, we think it's possible that it might creep in below 4.5%. And, and the reason I'm, I'm mentioning the 4.5% mark is because that's now uh, the midpoint of the 3 to 6% target band that the Reserve Bank's been talking to. Uh, they've wanted to reduce inflation to that to that point, they want uh, the general public and us to be talking about four and a half percent being the the inflation target that they would like uh, inflation expectations to hover around, rather than the six percent of years gone by. Uh, and so, as we start progressing to that midpoint and start going below the midpoint, which I think will materialise in the months ahead, so we the, the, it opens up the possibility that we could be talking about rate cuts uh, in in the weeks and months ahead, which of course. For, for many people would be welcome news. Well, George, I'll let you go now because I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Thanks so much, uh, George Glenders, Director and Head of Analytics at ETM Analytics.